Today, all along the day, we've been in the book of Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. And last night, when Tane and I uh, got home from leaving here, uh, she had went to bed. And I love to just sit in a quiet room with the Lord and look at the scriptures and turn to the pages. Sometimes you don't have to even be reading God's Word. Just sit down and just start turning through the pages and feel His presence come into the room. John said the Word of God is God. Amen. And sometimes, you, you know, often we don't know where to turn, don't know where to read, don't know what to read. There's so much in it. Well... Sometimes if you'll just sit down with it in your lap and you begin to just turn through the pages and you'd be surprised how God can direct your eyes to the very scripture that he wants you to have that day. All God needs on our part is for us to be thirsty. All God needs on our part is for us to be hungry. Amen. You know, when I'm hungry, uh, Robbie and Tana uh, has got a full course meal sitting on the table you know, I, I don't look at it and say, well, you know, I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I like it. I don't know. I, that, that. I don't know, you know. No, what I do is I just get my plate and I just... <laughs> it shows on Bob. It does. Hey, all you got to do is say amen, Bob. You don't have to have no more. <laughs> but what I'm trying to tell you tonight, I want you to develop. I'm praying that when God is done with Steve Kirk, at Hands of Hope, when God says, I'm done with you, it's time for you to move on, or it's time for you to die, it's time for you to come up here, whatever, whatever God does with me, and when He does it with me. I pray that my prayer is that you have established yourselves on a solid rock, and that is Jesus Christ, and that you, amen, will study to show yourself and to show God that you're approved for his workmanship, that he can trust you. I want to read tonight, uh, Teresa, if you will, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. This scripture has jumped out at me today uh, more times than one. And I want to just speak on it for a few minutes. And I, I hope that I can teach, but I'll be honest with you, those that know me know that uh, uh, teaching's real hard for me. I'm a preacher. And when I feel the Holy Ghost moving up and down my spine, my hair's raising up, I can't hardly be still, amen. Um, you know, it's like me trying to uh, uh, tickle your feet and tell you not to move your foot, amen. Well, that's the way it is preaching with me when the Holy Ghost is running up down my spine. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like me telling you, don't giggle, don't giggle, don't laugh, you know. Well, that's the way it is when the, the anointing is on a preacher. It's hard for him not to preach when he's feeling that anointing, amen. But I want to talk to you just for a few minutes. Teresa, let's go down to the 22nd verse. Now, if you're here tonight and you're new, or this is your first time at Hands of Hope, we want you to know that we have two Bibles uh, paralleled here. Uh, one is the King James Version, which uh, I still preach out of, I still use, but I ain't going to lie to you. I love to study the NLT. The NLT, I can understand it more. I can get more out of it. Uh, because I understand what he's saying. Amen. So you can use whichever one uh, that you prefer, uh, one that you're accustomed to, or one that you can understand easier. 
See, my point here is, is, is not that uh, we can quote King James, but can we understand the Word of God? That's what's important to me, is do you know the meaning of it? Do you understand what you read? The Bible says that Philip one time came up and he found a little eunuch sitting down and the eunuch was reading the book of Isaiah out of a text of Scripture. And Philip said, Understand us what thou readest? And he said, Well, how can I? I have no one to show me. Amen. Well, Bobby Philip done with him just exactly what you've done with them little children with that puzzle, crossword puzzle. Philip sat down and took a few minutes with him. Amen. And began to explain to him uh, what Christ had done for him. The suffering that he went through and that he died, that he could have life. And you know what that little eunuch said? Uh, what must I do? He said, well, we need to be baptized. And he said, well, there's a hole of water. What hinders it right now? Well, Philip said nothing. Let's just do it right now. Amen. Amen. So, you see, that's the excitement that you get when you learn something. Uh, Bobby was talking about that little kid a while ago. You know, once they, once they got involved in that crossword puzzle, Oh, they was interested then. Amen. They was having a hide. Don't don't look at what I'm doing. Don't 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 steal my word here. Amen. Amen. And and listen, you know what the Bible whoo, thank you, Lord. You know what the Bible says that we need to do with the Lord's the word? We need to hide it. Amen. <laughs> we need to just take that word and, and hide it in our hearts. And and when the devil comes around and says, You ain't this, you ain't that, you say, I don't care what you say, I know what this is. Amen. I know what I am because of what Jesus has done. I know what I am, uh, not because of what I've done, but what he done. Amen. And, and, and I don't care what you say, I've got it here in my heart. But listen, Paul, the Apostle Paul says here, uh, and he's talking about those that uh, uh, we call them super apostles that was bragging and boasting when really they wasn't even of God at all. Uh, they was of religion. And I, let me tell you, we still got a lot of those. Amen. That They're real religious and they love to look holy. They love to dress holy. They love to sound holy. But the Bible says they are poisonous. Amen. They're, they're full of dead man's bones. They look good, but that's all they are. Amen. But Paul saying uh, here in the 22nd verse, Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labors, more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. Now let me tell you something, something I learned right here. Paul died more than one time. They beat him to death several times. They starved him. Amen. Uh, listen, we're just going to go through just a, just a few of them here. Uh, in deaths, often, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one, which means 39, five different times. They whipped me 39 stripes on me. And I got news for you. These guys... When they was whipping and beating, they got pleasure out of it. I mean, they wasn't no smacking a little bit. Amen. They wanted to bring a man to his knees. They wanted to, him to collapse when they got done with him. Forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I had 
been in the deep. And I looked that up, what the deep was. That was in the ocean. A whole day and night, he done all he could do just to hold his head above the water, just to survive. Uh, in journeys often in pearls of water, how many of you know what them, uh, pearls are? That's danger. I looked it up today. I wanted to know what he's talking about in pearls. So we can, we can take the word pearls out and say in danger of water, in danger of robbers, in danger of my own countrymen. In other words, my relatives, my friends who I thought was friends, my own countrymen. In pearls of the Gentiles, in pearls in the city, in pearls in the wilderness, in pearls in the sea, in pearls among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleepness often. Meaning, I wanted to sleep, but I couldn't. A lot of nights. Why? Why couldn't he sleep? Well, let's go read on down. Often in hunger and thirst. I believe there was times he wanted to go to sleep, but he's, he was having hunger pains. He was hungry. He was thirsty for a drink of water. Couldn't get it because he was in prison. His freedom had been took to go get him about when he wanted to. None of us has ever experienced that. Amen. In fasting often, in cold and nakedness, meaning shivering, amen. Beside the other things, what comes upon me daily. Now listen to me. When I read this, amen, I feel so ashamed of what I think I have accomplished for the Lord. And I don't know, it's beyond my thought, it's beyond my imagination, how people can get in a state of mind, because I can't get there, Bobby. I can't get there. I can't sit home on my couch and be comfortable with thinking that I'm doing all I can do for the Lord. Mm -hmm. I can't, amen, relax and watch gun smoke because when I do, I think, what could I be doing for my Lord Jesus right now? You see, and I believe, amen, when we get so far into a relationship with, with the Lord, amen, we're never comfortable being away from Him. We're never comfortable with just doing the things that we want to do, amen. And I believe, amen, that Apostle Paul, the Bible says he was called up to the third heaven. How many of you know there's three heavens, amen? There's a heaven on earth which we live in. There's a second heaven which the devil roams in, in the air. He's circulating around in it. And the third heaven is where God Jehovah dwells, amen? And I want you to know the Bible says that Paul was called up to the third heaven. And the things that he saw, he said, was unlawful. I can't even write it down. I'm not permitted to tell you what was there. Amen. But what I saw, I'm willing to be beaten. Amen. I'm willing to be striped. I'm willing, amen, to be starved. I'm willing to freeze for it. I'm willing, amen, to go through whatever i got to go through. Even death. Amen. Being beheaded just so I can get there. Amen. Well, i got news for you. If you turn, amen, uh, into the book of Revelation and begin to stir through it, uh, you'll see just a few things, amen. Uh, he said there's some walls of jasper, there's gates. Uh, up from, you know the biggest pearl I've ever saw is just about that big. Anybody can see it, amen? About that big, Bobby, amen? But he said over there the gates uh, are solid pearl. Not pearls put together, but solid pearl, amen? 
my Lord, I want you to know, amen. He said there's a river that is flowing out under the throne of God that is as clear as crystal. And amen, it flows right down through the middle of that city. Now let me tell you something I want you to know, amen, if we can ever just get a glimpse and a vision in our mind, if we can open our eyes of faith and really locate and look and just meditate on it, amen, when the devil said, boo, you say, get off, amen. Get away, I got my sights set on things above and I'm not lowering my vision to be pleasing to you, devil. Get out, amen. I ain't got time to listen to you. I ain't got time to talk to you. I ain't got time to be entertained by you, amen. Get away, amen. Because that's exactly what Apostle Paul was doing, amen, when he was writing these writings. You know, so often I think about how the devil come along and sit down beside of him and would say, Paul, you're the stupidest man I ever saw. Here you sit in a prison cell sitting writing pen to paper and you could be out there. You've got such a beautiful education and how smart you are and you could be out there doing things. And Paul said, no, God has called me to do this. I must focus. I must concentrate. I must do this. Do you know that Paul didn't have a clue that 2,000 years later we would still be reading his writings. We would still be practicing his doctrine. We would still, amen, be pressing on for the high calling of God in our lives. What are you saying today? I want you to know that, amen, you need to just put your trust in Jesus, amen, and don't worry about what you are accomplishing, but let's worry about what He is accomplishing in our lives, amen. The other day I said, Lord, why am I doing in this old big truck driving around? I'd love to pastor full-time somewhere. He said, no. He said, right now I need you to just drive this truck. Father, I get to talk to you every day. I get to work with you every day. See, I got that Bible on my CD and I just hit that play button and I play it for and hours and hours and I listen to it. Amen. Sometimes, Bobby, I visualize, I mean, I've got to hold that old big steering wheel and I'm just turning it and Jesus is sitting right there looking out the window. Yeah, I do. Call me nuts. I don't care. I tell everybody, amen, I, I know I'm a nut. But I tell this church, I may be a nut, but I'm hanging on the right tree. Amen. I'm hanging on the right tree. Amen. Glory to God. And let me tell you something. i got a vision. Amen. I, 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 the other night, I had a dream about us being in a new church in a new building. And I said, God, really? Is that for, is that for me? And he said, just hold on. Just hold on. Amen. Let me tell you something. When God knows that He can trust us, when God knows, amen, that we ain't going to run out the door and run off because every little thing scares us or spooks us, Amen. Or, or that we are established. We've got our feet anchored into the rock. That no storm is going to blow us off. See, that's, that's the kind of faith Paul had. They tried to beat it out of him, Bobby. Couldn't do it. They tried to start it out of him. Couldn't do it. Amen. They, they done everything. That, okay, we'll take you cut. We'll freeze it out of you. Any of you ever been cold? I like it. I just don't like, I don't like chilling to the bottom. Mm -mm. No. No. If you get in my truck, sometimes uh, people step up in my truck and they say, 
How many people live in here? But I got four or five coats. I got two here, two stuck behind my seat. I got a sweatshirt here. I got two bobbins. I got a, and they say, how many people live here? This I like freezing. I don't like getting cold. Well, Apostle Paul, as we read right here, he gets cold. One place he told, you'll find in the book, he, he tells Timothy, hurry, quick as you can, and bring my coat. Bring my coat with you. They tried to freeze him, Johnny. Every way they could make him suffer, they tried. Do you know that's what I was saying earlier in the service? Do you know that's what the devil desires for you? He wants to make you suffer in every way he can. But here's what I found out. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And if you seek that first, he said, all these other things that you need, he said, I'll provide that for you. Well, I'm a witness. You can put my name down beside that. He's done that for me. He's done that for Bunny Bobby. Now, Bobby, he may not give me the big glamorous house that I would like to have, but he gave me what I needed. And it's comfortable, and I can sleep, and I can eat, and I can walk through it. Amen. Barefoot. <laughs> so he gave me what I needed. Amen. Amen. He, he, he supplies my needs according to his riches and glory. Amen. You might say, preacher, I don't really see anything that you've got to shout about. Let me tell you something. In that little old house up there, when my honey bun gets on that couch next to me, <laughs> and my house is so small she can't get away from me. <laughs> I'm like that Pepe Le Pew. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I don't have to run for acres to catch it. So I love my little house. Amen. <laughs> Just what God gave me. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you is the Bible says, Be therefore content. Be content with food and raiment. He says, and if you're happy with that, what he's trying to tell us, Bobby, and Paul got to that point in mind. He said, I have learned, I have learned to be content with whatever <coughs> I'm at, wherever I'm at. And when you get that way, when you get content, the devil can't dangle a carrot in front of you like, uh, you know, I seen a cartoon one time, this little fella wanted to ride his mule, and he was stubborn, he couldn't get it go, so he took a fishing pole, put a carrot on it, held it up from his nose, and that, that mule just kept walking, amen. He didn't know that, that that carrot was on a string in front of him, and he just kept walking. Amen. Well, listen to me. That's the way the devil does some of us. He gets our minds and our affection set on things that he knows He's never going to let us have, but we chase it. We chase a happiness that is not really there. He offers counterfeit joy that ain't really joy. Amen. You know, the things that I've learned, uh, men, men tickle me. I think they're the dumbest thing that God put on the earth. I do. Now, I'm sorry. If you want to get mad at me, get mad at me. If I've offended you, I, I hate it. Uh, uh, men. Uh, you're a man, too. You just got woe in front of it. Woe, man. Amen. Amen. But, but listen, what, what I'm trying to tell you today, I've heard men say, I can't wait till Friday. I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to drink till I can't drink no more. 
And if you stop and see them on Saturday, where you been? I've been puking my guts out. I've been in there over that white commode. I've been throwing my guts out. But you can't wait to do that. Oh, I know, preacher, but it's so fun while I'm doing it, though. I, I, I don't know, you know. And then, here's what I love, too, is when you get, you know, they say, man, we had such a good time. Well, what would you do? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember what I've done. I, 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 who was you with? I, you know, I don't, I don't know. But uh, I, I really, I don't know her name. I just woke up before she was ugly. <laughs> or some girl, oh, he was, too. he stunk. He was good. Uh, I don't know why. I, don't know. I mean, you know that. Really? <coughs> you know? I mean, God says, I've got a lot better things for you than that. Amen. I want you to have real joy. Amen. I want you to have real happiness. I want you, amen, uh, to drink from the water of life. Amen. He told that little woman at that well, he said, if you would ask of me, I'd give you a drink of living water and that you would never thirst again. Amen. Listen to me today. Paul saw that. And you can see that too if you really would just turn through the pages of God's Word. You know what I like to tell him? I like to say, God, I'm here. Listen, the Bible says in the days of Adam and Eve that God come walking through the garden. And he was looking for Adam and he said, Adam, 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 where are you? And finally, Adam answered. Here we are. What's wrong? We heard you coming and we hid. Why? Why are you hiding from me, boy? Well, we're naked, God. God's heart began to break. He said, who told you that? Who told you? Did you eat from the tree I told you not to? See, what I'm trying to get you to understand today, God loves you so much that He wants to spend time with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to listen to you. He wants to hear you. But most of all, Father, He wants you to hear Him. And I'm going to tell you something. Some days I'm in that old big truck and I'm just driving and, you know, I'm meditating on the Word and I hear His voice say, I love you. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what love is until you hear God say that. Because He loves you without expecting anything in return. Amen. He loves you just the way you are. He cares for you and is willing and did die for you. Today I pray that your faith is increased to work off the pauses. You know, I wonder sometimes, I really, really do, how that people, you know, say, oh, 
how I love Jesus. But I only want to go to church one time a year. Oh, how I love Jesus. But I like my beer too good. Oh, you see, God said this. He said, you praise me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. See, it's not everybody that says I'm saved is saved. In fact, I was reading it this evening, and it saddens me because Jesus said, shall I find faith when I return? Meaning there's going to be so many that are not going with Him. They love their jobs more than they do Him. They love their addictions more than they do Him. They love their cars more than they do Him. They love their homes more than they do Him. But when you love Him, and you really love Him, let me tell you, Nothing else is as important Amen. as Him in your life. Amen. Amen. Now listen to me. It's important that we understand and we listen to the Spirit and the Word of God. Amen. Amen. We get misled. We get took down the wrong path. And when we do, we cause destruction. You know, uh, I'm going to tell this, and Taylor's probably going to kill me. <laughs> But the Holy Spirit reminded me of it the other day, yesterday, and I got tickled in myself. I got so tickled, I almost went off the road. And, and uh, he said, see, see, he talks to me. He says it's important that you're not misled. It's important that you don't uh, think on your own sometimes. But you think, what the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. You know, the, uh, Lonnie Markham thing. Lonnie was telling me one night me and him was going to church and, and he was telling me about this brother. And uh, he said, you know, Steve, uh, we was in a service one night and uh, he said this brother, uh, this old uh, big girl was standing in front of him and he said she was, she was a big girl. He said, I mean big girl. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, her, her dress was kind of uh, in the wrong crevice and when she stood up and she was just clapping her hands and she was just enjoying the service you know and it just got to that boy it just you know and he said I know people's laughing at her behind us he said so I'm gonna help her out <laughs> so now listen he, he, he was being led by the wrong spirit Jason <laughs> So, so he did. No, I wouldn't tell that on me. But he said he just reached down and real gently at the bottom of her dress, give it a little touch so it would pull out. Mm. He was in the wrong spirit. <laughs> 
she turned around and she wailed him. She just took him good. And when she did, it hurt his feelings. And he said, well, I didn't know you wanted it in there, so I put it back. <laughs> Wrong spirit. <laughs> they carried that old boy out of the service when she got done with it. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying he was led by the wrong spirit, Johnny. <laughs> Amen. He meant well. It all started out good. He meant well. See, that's the way the devil sets me and you up sometimes. We mean well. We mean good. But we ain't in the right spirit. Amen. Amen. Listen, the Bible says, try the spirits and see if they are of God. That old boy trying to help that sissy out wasn't the spirit of God. Amen. Yeah, yeah. He meant well. And what I'm trying to tell you today is you can mean well, but you better be in the Word and know what thus saith the Word of God when you aim to do something. I have found, amen, so many times that I have been misled by the wrong spirit. It sounded good. It sounded harmless. But as I said to the church Sunday, a pastor friend of mine who used to make me so mad, Benji, he would not tell me what I wanted him to tell me. He told me what God said. And I don't know about you all, but I've been guilty of sometimes not liking the answer that God gives me. Amen. Check your little head, yes, that amen, oh me, ouch, oh, oh. That's still the truth. Amen. But listen, I started looking and searching into the Word of God. And, and sometimes, you know, when we pray and we say, God don't never answer me. Yes, He does. Amen. He always answers us. Always. But our answer is in His Word. And sometimes He says no. And sometimes when I wanted Him to say no, He said yes. I'll never forget this and I'm closing. A man called me one night, or one day, I was at home reading my Bible. And he said, I want to borrow you some money. <coughs> I said, well, he'd already borrowed money from me. And he hadn't paid me back. And I said, well, let me pray about it, and I'll call you right back. I wish I hadn't prayed. Because when I prayed about it, God said, give to those that want to borrow. Right in his word, and I thought, that ain't what I wanted you to say. I wanted you to say, no, don't give him. You can't trust him. He won't give it back. So, see, sometimes when we ask God and he shows us the answer, amen, it ain't up to us to be pleased. It's up to us to be obedient. And God bless us. Amen. Come on, baby, let's get a song tonight. We pray that this message that I have read to you, the Word of God, encourages you that be faithful. If Apostle Paul can be faithful after them beating him, freezing him, starving him, uh, and not, not just one time, but 
numerous times. Numerous times. In fact, Bobby, it got to the point that Paul said it like this. He said, listen, for me, it's better for me to go on and die. Man, I'm tired of suffering. But he said, for your sakes. For your sakes. I'll go on and go You know what that let me know? It let me know how much he had the love of God in him. That he cared more about others than he did himself. And that's the way real Christians do. You know that? Real Christians. Real Christians prefer their brother above themselves. Did you hear what I said? And if you think you're going to grow to that level by coming on Sunday and Wednesday alone, <laughs> you've got another thing coming, honey. That kind of faith only comes by continuing your fellowship with God. Stand with me. If you need to pray, come and pray tonight. I hope we encourage you with a song or a message to help you go.